Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today I'm here with Godlands. Hey! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so you were born in Adelaide. Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. your parents originally from Adelaide as well? Um, yeah, I do believe they are. Wait, are they? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say yes, they are from Adelaide yeah. as well. I don't know, I don't ask my parents anything. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, no, uh, Adelaide, Australia. Born and, bra- born and raised. But you come from a sports family, right? Yeah, my brothers are footballers over there, which is like AFL. A little bit different mm-hmm. to your footy over here. Yeah. But um, yeah, always been a sporting family, but I was always a black sheep. Like, I just, I mean, I did some sport, like netball and stuff like that. I love netball. Yeah. I used to be pretty good at netball. <laughs> I kind of miss it because no one in the States knows what it is. And oh, I'm really? Like, I used to be GD, okay. Hey, GD! <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, no, I used to do football as well. So I was the only girl in the league. Mm-hmm. I used to play with all the boys. And um, but then, like when you start to mature, you probably can't play with the boys anymore. You know, mm-hmm. girl yeah. stuff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I had to give that up. And then yeah, I just started like getting into electro music and stuff like that and then decided to be a DJ. I was one of these like kids that had a million different um, hobbies but never stuck to one thing. Actually what do your parents do? My parents, um, my dad is in construction Mm -hmm. and my mum's in real estate. Oh, so are they creative or where do you think I do your creative side from? No. (laughs) Um, I actually don't know. Maybe I'm adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I think I I had to, I was always just really like energetic and stuff like that. I was always a very creative person. I love the arts. I love doing um, like drama and stuff. I was like the lead in the musical and stuff. Oh, wow. Please don't ask what you say. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. I'm not going to say. <laughs> because it's so controversial. Oh. Well, now I'm curious, so. Oh, I'll whisper. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine you now. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I was Jesus in God's <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> So you were singing and acting and everything? Yeah, I mean, I was trying to sing. I wasn't really... I wouldn't consider myself a singer. But, um, yeah, definitely an actor. Definitely. And Mm. I did acting school a bit. Um, Then I used to, like, freak out in front of cameras. Who would have thought? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I used to freak out. And then I sort of, like, gave that up and wanted to do, like, editing and stuff. Like, behind the scenes. Video editing? Yeah, video editing. And then that bored me. See, I just don't have a attention span. <laughs> and then, and then I started to like get into DJing. You were listening before to like System of a Down and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I grew up with System of a Down. But then I'd also listen to Beach Boys, and then I'd like I used to listen to a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, but like nowadays, I'm like pretty like hip hop. Yeah. Like, you were, were you ever in a band? You did some instruments though back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I did uh, drumming especially. I did. I was like good at that. That was the one instrument I sort of like stuck to. I did guitar a bit, but my fingers are like too small. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and piano. I know a bit of piano, but that was like when I was like really small. So, 
to never click to you to be in a band. No. Bands are so popular, I feel like. I know. I sh yeah, they really are. I bet, like, I was young back then. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really. The thought of being in one was cool, but, like, yeah. the effort, I didn't. I think I was too, like, focused on myself to... <laughs> That sounds so <laughs> But like I was just like I'm trying to focus on myself rather than a group environment, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, DJing was perfect. <laughs> yeah, and from you found initially like Bloody Beat Roots and yeah. the Diplo remix. Yeah. Bells. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that was like that Diplo remix was like the first trap song yeah. I'd ever I was heard. just listening today and I'm like right? oh, I'm so glad you brought it up because I was also listening to that back in the day. Yeah. But it's like most people just talk about like the big ones like Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. That was literally the first I'm like, what is this style of music? Do you music? remember how you found it? Um I I think I was just I loved like Diplo. I mean I still do. Yeah. Like I loved him, so like he just came out with this remix and it was like the first time ever electro trap, you know, sort of thing. And it was like the perfect combination of electronic music and hip hop combined. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> I need to know more. Please give me the details. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I basically just followed this trap thing and now here was I am. Was trap really popular back then in Adelaide? <laughs> not, no, not at all. Not at all. Like, it was such a niche market. But I remember when we started sort of doing those parties that they like blew up. <laughs> Actually, what age were you when you were doing those parties? I would have been fresh 18. So that's like nearly six years ago. Oh. No way. Eight years ago. <laughs> uh, math. <laughs> Can you tell I was an English student? Um, yeah, so yeah, eight years ago, I started doing those parties. Girl, where were you throwing them? Yeah, I was half throwing, I, I started just DJing them and then I sort of, like built myself up in the ranks and then started throwing parties myself. Which um, actually is still going on to this day. Oh, like inviting people over? Like, uh, it was this um, event called Trapped. It happens in uh, Electric Circus in Adelaide, um, which is a club down there. And um, yeah, I started like running those events and like huge artists, like Boombox and stuff. Oh, like, so you were talking, you were arranging with their people? Yeah, oh, like wow. I was like, like DJing with the people that I sort of like still like DJ now with. But you're also like learning a lot of stuff on YouTube. Yeah, I pretty much like I so I was working at a bakery and trying to build up my money when I was like 14 like trying to buy the equipment because becoming a DJ is very expensive like mm -hmm. it's such a investment sort of thing and I was buying like one CDJ every like six months it was so expensive then my brother helped me out but like you're paying it from like this money you were making from the bakery yeah and then my brother helped me out because he was like you know playing footy professionally he had money oh yeah so i was like thank you um <laughs> give me money <laughs> i paid him back to mm -hmm. um yeah so then i got all my gear and like it was literally every day after school practicing went on youtube just to get the basics down like youtube literally you can learn anything on YouTube, anything. Yeah. So you were going by a different moniker, right? Yeah, I was Tink. under Tink. Yeah, yeah. Tink. And then that was sort of like that was because that's my nickname now. It's mm. my real name's Annabelle. Tink yeah. Tink. Oh. So I just stuck to that. I sort of like grew out of it. I mean, it was something that I came up with when I was 18, and it got to a point where I was like, I don't really know what my brand is or like you know where my music's going, and I wanted to sort of like start fresh were you already so you're already putting a lot of music out yeah I, yeah I had yeah but then like I had TINK 
But then I had to change it to TXNK because there's a rapper in yeah. America called Tink. Mm -hmm. And we always used to get like tagged in each other. It was oh, just so annoying. Yeah. But then when I changed to TXNK, people started calling me Tank. Tank. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can't win. <laughs> I'm like, let's just bloody change it. Let's just fucking start fresh. Like, knew everything. Like, just... And I was older, so I knew sort of like what I wanted yeah. my stuff to sound like and look like and stuff like that. So it was kind of nice and it's done well so far. So. Mm -hmm. And then how did you come up with Godland? You wanted something not so feminine, right? Yeah, I wanted I wanted Badlands, but yeah. like that is just tied up with literally everything. Yeah. Like, there's so much like with Badlands. So I wanted like something lands. And we kept like saying a whole bunch of different words and then God sort of stuck. And um, yeah, Godlands. Yeah. I wanted something also that was like, sort of like, you didn't really know if it was a guy or a Yeah, or a actually girl. I think some people think you might be a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so I yeah, wanted something sort of to trick people because you know, girl DJs cop it. And I just didn't want to be put into that category, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you were going to some... You went to uni after high school? Well, I went to... I wasn't really uni. I'm so not a uni person. Like, studying is just like... I just can't do that. Um, it's just not for me, that's all. But um, I went to movie school. Oh. But sort of, like, dropped out halfway through. So was that for, like, videography or...? Yeah, it was, yeah, for direct, yeah, literally like all the behind the scenes, like videography, oh. like editing, like directing. So that's what you of, want to do initially? Yeah, initially I wanted to, yeah, be sort of like film, because I love film, I love, I used to like love all that sort of stuff. But it just didn't really stick to me, I wasn't very good at it, mm -hmm. and if I feel like I'm not good at something, I sort of like trash it, you know. Mm. Um, were your parents supportive of you doing whatever? Yeah, they were probably a little bit worried. Actually, they were more worried when I s decided to be a DJ. <laughs> They're like, oh, just another th another thing you're going to give up. And I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> now who I am. So yeah. they're sort of like, oh, yeah, nah, she's good. So they're really behind it these days. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And you also studied at SAE for music production. Yeah, I did like a, um, the short course there. I think it was electronic music production. And that basically taught me like all the basics of Ableton and that really helped me because I like, you know, sort of messed around with all that sort of stuff, but didn't, I had no idea what I was doing, you know, mm -hmm. as everyone sort of does. But like, yeah, it was like a six month course and it like put me in the right direction to know exactly sort of the real like good basics of like music production with Ableton. and To really help? To really help, yeah, like sort of move forward and then like... It's all trial and error. Even nowadays, like, I'll really just mess around with things. And I think that's with probably most producers, really. Mm. They just sort of just experimenting and coming up with things that sound good. And, yeah, and, like, YouTube, there are thousands of videos on YouTube, like, tutorials just to help. You, if you don't really know how to do a particular thing, um, there's definitely a video on it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, shout yeah. out YouTube. <laughs> how, so, how old were you when you finished the course and where was your career at? Um, I was just at like a, I think I was probably like 23 or something. No, 21. Mm -hmm. 21, probably around there. Um, 
and I was just basically a, a club DJ. Like I just worked at my club and around the circuit in Adelaide, and um, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I wanted to get better at producing, but I just didn't. I just kept working on it basically, mm -hmm. and yeah, until I started putting things out on Triple J unearthed which was like a anyone can sort of put their music on it and they sort of shift through things and if mm -hmm. they like it they'll play it on the radio and yeah some of my stuff got um, played on the radio oh. and yeah it sort of like grew from there really because mm -hmm. um, Triple J are always massive supporters especially of like female like producers yeah. there's not a lot out there so they always like to push um, female producers so I'm really lucky with that so. mm -hmm. Were you also meeting a lot of people through doing the bookings? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, like I said before, like Boombox and like Diffle would come through, Dylan Francis yeah. came through, like, and creating relationships and like Troy Boy, I remember I just did a festival with him. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, yeah, so, one he's literally one of the sweetest yeah. guys I've ever met in my life. And, um, and just so talented. And I saw him at Hidden, like, festival that I played in Australia. And he remembered me like like when I booked him and he's like, oh. hey, how are you? And I was like, hi. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was so like, I didn't cool. know if you would have remembered me. He's like, of course I remember you. Like, and like, we just had a great chat and like, you know, mm -hmm. everyone's just so lovely on, you know, no matter how big they are. Like, yeah. I've noticed in the EDM scene. Yeah. yeah. And even Hero Bus, like Hero Bus, I, I um, booked him and like supported him and yeah, we're like friends and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. He's just, how like, do you, do they all know that you produce or like? Do you um, ever work that in? Is it yeah, yeah. Oh, I never, I never try and drop my. <laughs> I never. I'm too nervous about that sort of stuff. I'm like, I'm one of those like people that are even nervous to show other people my music because mm -hmm. I'm my own worst critic. Like, I get so nervous about that sort of stuff. But everyone's actually very willing to listen and like give like tips and stuff like that. So it's really good to. It, I'm learning to be better with that um, as I grow older and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I've never been one to be like, "Hey, check my check my mixtape out." <laughs> I never been one to do that. But um, if like they offer and stuff like that, or sometimes if I am feeling a bit more confident, mm -hmm. I never do it like if it's like a festival sort of scene or oh, yeah, so you know, yeah, yeah. There's there's sort of a time and place to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I don't want to be seen as annoying, <laughs> you know. And then what happened after the Triple J and more more people found your music? Um, yeah. So did you already have a team by then when you did the Triple J? Yeah. So like my manager, like we've been friends for like since I started. Like out, he used to like club with me. <laughs> so he used to be a regular. I used to like DJ, and then he was like, oh, I reckon we could like, you know, start up a bit of a company and um, like a booking agent, like sort of like a, wait, what are they called? Not booking agent, what are they called? No. I should know. <laughs> anyway, we started <laughs> becoming a team. And so, yeah, he's stuck with me throughout this whole thing. He's still my same manager. Like, we've been through thick and thin. And he's got me to here. He's got me well. to talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so good? Someone, hey. Lady Gaga was right. Can I just say there could be 99 people oh, in the room? Yeah. I like that one. And a lot. my manager is Bradley Motherfucking Cooper, <laughs> and I am his Gaga. <laughs> Do you feel like you kind of 
grew Australia to move to like cover more of the US? Um, I don't think I've grown out of it. I I just know like the scene back in Australia is really small and I really want to push into North America and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's just building it's building blocks, man. Like you gotta do the hard work to get to over here. It's really mm -hmm. hard to sort of make it here and stuff, so it's all I'm gonna save you because these are thorny. Oh, yeah. Oh, true, true. Thanks. <laughs> A gentleman. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all about yeah building, building it up, building mm -hmm. slow build, slow build. <laughs> you know? How did you meet Denmark? Um, actually, my manager emailed demos to them, and they're like really interested and liked my look and stuff like that. And they wanted, they were pretty keen from the get go, which is really oh, wow. great to have like. How a long team. ago was this? Um, about a year ago, I think, mm -hmm. is when, like, the chats started, like, happening and stuff like that, and, yeah, and then I released two clips on them, with them, on them, um, with them, and, yeah, it's been a healthy relationship since, and yeah. I've just officially met the team today, and everyone's so lovely, and I love them, and it's mm -hmm. gonna be great. Yeah. Are you signed to them as an artist officially, or is it, like, single by single? Um, um, it's more like EP okay. stuff. So it's not like exclusive. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's as as we go, as the relationship builds. I think. Mm -hmm. So you have an EP coming out? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. It's called For You Only. And um, yeah, it'd be about four or five tracks on there. Yeah. So it's exciting. What, what's the inspiration? The inspiration. It, the inspiration is. For the people that have like supported me and like, it's for the people that are loners and losers and stuff like that and feel like they don't fit in a lot because I've always felt like that. I've felt like I haven't fit in with my family that mm -hmm. much. I'm like not saying that they're like the worst people in the world because <laughs> I love my family. But you know, always being yeah. like the black sheep, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's for people like that. People that feel the way I feel. I don't think they can see it, but what are your inspirations for your tattoos? Ooh. <laughs> um, you know what? I used to be one of those lame people that was like, I'm only going to get tattoos that mean something to me. Well, it's a lie. It's a lie because, you know what? You just get over that. <laughs> you yeah. get over that thing. Um, but it's basically things that, oh, actually... Mickey Mouse, hey. Oh. I love Disney. Yeah. Disney's like my thing. Lion King is the best movie that's ever been created, ever. <laughs> um, and there's only like a couple that actually mean something to me. This, is, this one's like Dorothy, there's no place like home. Mm -hmm. Because that's true, there is no place like home. For me, anyway. Um, and I used to watch like The Wizard of Oz religiously when I was younger. It was yeah. really weird, I don't know why. <laughs> I liked it. Um, if it wasn't for music, you said you'd be like a tattoo artist or yeah. like a big cat, like <gasps> yes. conservation. Yeah. I wanted to go to Africa. I wanted to save the lions, Lion King, that whole oh, thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what now. I was like obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. Like, oh, I watch like videos of people hugging lions all the time <laughs> and literally get so jealous. I'm like, I wish that was me hugging a lion, you know? Yeah. There's people just doing conservation, like looking out for animals. Um, you know, so important. Mm -hmm. And what made you want to cut your hair so short? Um, I actually am not attached to my hair as some other girls are. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever. Um, 
Yeah, I shaved it like three years ago. Oh, so you've always had like the back and forth with the long Yeah, okay. and then I decided to grow it back and then I... Your hair grows really quickly, wow. Yeah. Three years and it was like... Yeah, you know, it's Looking at your here. press photos and yeah. stuff, yeah. it's different. And then I, I got the itch again to shave my hair because I literally get so bored. If I don't get my hair cut or hair coloured or get a tattoo, then like every three months, then I go a bit insane. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... I had a breakup and then I was like, I'm going to shave it. <laughs> I literally proved that stereotype right in that one moment. Um, girls cutting their hair after having a breakup. <laughs> literally. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I just shaved it. Yeah. And then I felt good. I was like, all right, new, new me. And yeah, now mm -hmm. I sort of want to grow it out a bit more and, you know, yeah. do crazy colours and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How would you say the style of your music has changed compared to the early songs you made? Um, I think it, like, just... Do you know what? Like, I just... I'm always inspired by new music, music coming out. And there's always... You know, there's a difference between, like, my style, like, two clips and then my song Pleasures. Like, I like to sort of exchange between... But, like, like different styles of trap and stuff, but sort of keep it my sound mm -hmm. so um yeah i think it's always evolving i because like i said before like i do get bored easily and i like to keep myself like keep it like having a challenge making different types of music and stuff like that so i don't know i, th I think the quality is better mm -hmm. i would say but my style's always going to change, just that little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm always going to do something a bit different every time because I just like it. I like yeah. it. And it's the same with my sets. Like, when I play, I'm, I go up and down, like, the BPM scale. Like, I do a lot of different types of, you know, bass music. Like, you know, I'll dabble in bass house and then I do, like, you know, that peekaboo sort of, like, 120, like, dark sort yeah. of stuff, like, womp. And then do the 150, like, high-energy stuff. So, like... Yeah, that's the same with my production, mm -hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? Um, I'm just a lot more confident and I don't really give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just get like that when you're older, it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, you know. Um, yeah, I think, but I think something still stays. I, I still feel like a kid at heart. Like, I'm still quite immature. <laughs> <laughs> in a mature way if that makes sense yeah um yeah I think you you know you go through a lot of things and you sort of learn to deal with heartbreak and you know business and I'm still learning like this is the thing I do not know shit still I don't think anyone really dials do you know do you know the <laughs> definitely key definitely not do you know the key to life because I don't fucking know anything um yeah it's just you just grow you just grow and you start to give a fuck less, and I think that makes you a bit more freer, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. What do you say have been your biggest challenges so far in life? In life? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Um, dealing, dealing with... Okay, don't have too many expectations of people, because mm. you know what? People are selfish. I included, I'm selfish. But <clears throat> I think the less expectation you have on people and especially relationships, the less uh, the less heartbreak you're going to have, I suppose. Mm. Because, you know, 
Oh my god. Heartbreaking. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because people can let you down. I mean, we're all human. Mm -hmm. People do let you down and... You know, it's how you deal with it and how you react. Oh, don't react when you're angry. Do not yeah. react when you're angry. Because you're going to regret it or you're going to embarrass yourself or, you know, there's just, sometimes you just have to breathe and be the better person. Yeah. And you always look better. And you feel better after it. It's yeah. important. So, he knows. <laughs> what does love mean to you? What does love? Oh my god. Love. Does anyone really know? <laughs> love is when. Oh my god. I thought I knew. Oh my god. Heartbreaking. Oh my god. <laughs> Cute heartbreaking music. <laughs> um, I think it's when you just allow yourself and whoever you're with or whatever to be them and to like no matter what you know mm -hmm. that's true it's just like thick and thin just allow yourself to be who they are and be who you are and that is love and with acceptance um but also you can be extremely angry in love you know that is passion and stuff like that mm -hmm. i think Oh my god, I don't know. That's the most difficult question to ever answer. Oh, the next because I don't harder. even know. If anyone knows, at me, because <laughs> at <you>. shit. <laughs> Last question, I don't know. Maybe this will be an easier question. Okay, great. Maybe not. What do you want to be remembered for? Oh, um... <laughs> I guess it was easy. The girl in the red hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> nah, just a bloody a good time, a fun person, and someone that makes you smile. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this. This is awesome. Thank you so much. She smile. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> you smile. <laughs>